Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. talking about is Jesus died for you because that's what matters. That's the message. Now, it's interesting to consider too, how did he do that? Right? He's going into the synagogues and reasoning with fellow Jews. There's something really encouraging in that to me that he, Paul, as a Jewish rabbi, went and evangelized the way you would think a Jewish rabbi would evangelize. The Apostle Paul always reached those by getting down to their level and ministering to them in ways they can understand. Today, Pastor David will be encouraging you to use discernment and allow the Holy Spirit to speak through you when ministering to unbelievers. Getting through to people is a work of the Spirit of God, after all. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address? podcast subscription information and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of Acts chapter 17 as he begins his message, Three Cities. We're going to be in Acts chapter 17 today. My name is David. Acts chapter 17 verse 1 begins when the Missionaries had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia. They came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews. And Paul, as his custom was, went in and for three Sabbaths, three weekends, reasoned with them from the Scriptures, explaining and demonstrating that the Christ had to suffer and rise again from the dead, saying, This Jesus, whom I preach to you, is the Christ. So they came to Thessalonica and stayed for around a month, right? Three Sabbaths. And every Sabbath, Paul was going into the synagogue, reasoning, not arguing, but reasoning with his fellow Jews. Paul was a Jewish rabbi himself, that Jesus is the Messiah who they had been waiting for, right? Think about what do they do in a synagogue on Sabbath? They read the Bible, they're studying the scriptures together. And so he's saying this, the scriptures that you've been studying every week have been pointing you to Jesus. The prophets, Isaiah, Ezekiel, the, the prophecy at the very beginning in, in Genesis that the serpent would bite the heel of the seed who would crush him. He said it all pointed to the Messiah who is Jesus. He had to suffer. That what we saw that nobody expected, they, many of them didn't think that he was going to suffer. They thought he was just going to come in and bring victory, and he did bring victory. But to crush the serpent's head, he had to be bitten first. He had to suffer. And so he's like, well, he's come, he's here, he's risen. Right? And that's always the message. It's important for us to catch that, that that's, that's always the, the thing we should focus on. He didn't get caught up in secondary things. Right? For three weeks, what he was talking about Jesus died for you. 
because that's what matters. That's the message. Now, it's interesting to consider, too, how did he do that, right? He's going into the synagogues and reasoning with fellow Jews. There's something really encouraging in that to me that he, Paul, as a Jewish rabbi, went and evangelized the way you would think a Jewish rabbi would evangelize, right? He's going and meeting with other Jews and telling them how the Jewish scriptures pointed to the Messiah. He's, I'm making that point because it was very Paul. Like Paul was Paul. God worked through him as he was. Because a lot of times we think that God wants us to evangelize and be Christians according to a mold that doesn't come from God and that doesn't come from scripture, but just comes from Christian culture. We feel like, okay, you know, I should, you know, you guys should evangelize the way that I preach or that, you know, you should evangelize the way you hear this guy on YouTube do it or right. And that we, we feel like we should fit into the mold of what we see others being. And that's not what he asks us to do. God has made you the way you are on purpose. Like your identity is not an accident. He delights in the way that he has made you in his image. He's not asking you to be a different person. He will transform you. He's, given, he's making you a new creation, but that new creation is still you. You're still... Paul didn't cease to be a Jewish rabbi. He continued to evangelize like a, a man who had grown up in that culture. How has he made you to reflect his image? What's the way that you are designed to share his love with the people around you? For me, I just got back from visiting my, my cousins in Denmark, my family in Denmark. And for me, a big part of this is I love long conversations about like philosophical things. And my family in Denmark happens to also do that because we're family, so we're similar. You know? So my, my cousin and I talked for like five or six hours in a couple of days about you know, how can we know what is true and why does God give us these constructs of, you know, give us boundaries of morality? Why does he give us these instructions? That was what was, that was natural for me as a, that's how I am expressing God's love. I'm communicating God's love to the people around me, right? How has he, what's that for you? What's the natural ways to do that? I've found he's stretched me too in terms of going out and evangelizing on the streets and stuff. It's not, comfortable always for me, but I've found that he's, he's moved me to do that. And when I do that, I still, if I'm sharing with somebody on the street, I'm doing it like me. I'm not trying to imitate somebody else. I ask people if I can pray for them, ask them questions and just let, let God direct the conversations. So just look, think about how has he made you ask him how he's designed you and then walk in it. He doesn't ask us to, to make it perfect. He doesn't, he doesn't put on you the other person's response. Jesus even told us we don't really need to stress about the details of our words. He said when you called before people to make a defense, he says you don't need to stress about rehearsing it and getting it just right. The Holy Spirit will give you the words. Just speak up. So speak up. In verse 4, we see how the Thessalonians responded to the gospel. It tells us that some of the Jews in the congregation were persuaded a great multitude of the devout Greeks and not a few of the leading women joined Paul and Silas. But the Jews who were not persuaded, becoming envious, took some of the evil men from the marketplace and gathering a mob, set all the city in an uproar and attacked the house of Jason and sought to bring the apostles out to the people. But when they didn't find them, they dragged Jason and some of the brethren to the rulers of the city 
crying out, those who have turned the world upside down have come here too. Jason has harbored them, and these are all acting contrary to the decrees of Caesar, saying there is another king, Jesus. And they troubled the crowd and the rulers of the city when they heard these things. And so when they had taken security from Jason and the rest, they let them go. What kind of response was this? This is actually a really good response, right? If you think about a great multitude believed. It says of the Jews and the Gentiles and the men and the women, many of them believed that Jesus died for their sins. They trusted in him. They realized he's the Messiah. But many also opposed. And that's actually not necessarily a bad thing. That's, that has been promised to us as well. So what made the difference in those two groups, though? In the, in the believers, probably, they believed. That's what, that's what made the difference for them. They realized, he's right. Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus died for my sin. And his sacrifice paid for me. I'm, I trust him. But in the opposition, what does it say? Was it, they didn't, it doesn't tell us that they disagreed, that they came to a different conclusion. It says that they became envious. And it's easy for us to pass judgment on that. You know, that we, we like, you know, how ridiculous. You should evaluate it based on what's true or not true. But, I think if we're honest, we've been there. Right? Do you know what that feels like when somebody presents you with a truth and you know it's true deep down, but because it confronts you or because you're jealous of the position or the, the security or the peace that that person has, you reject it. You reject what they're saying, not because it's true or not true, but because of your feelings about that other person. Right? I mean, so many times, you know, the hypocrisy, we, we have a, an area of hypocrisy. And because the person speaking to us does not in that area, because they're being sincere, we get envious of their peace. Or maybe they're comfortable and you're not. And so we, we reject the correction because of envy rather than dealing with, well, is it true or not? so glad you tuned in today for Pastor David Fountain's message in the Book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? Thanks for praying. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m., and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. We also offer Spanish translation at our services, and you can find out more on our website. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family online. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. 
Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. That's all we have time for today. Thank you for being part of this study in God's Word. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.